the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Andrea Kay. And apparently, I'm a threat actor, according to the Department of Homeland Security's newest uh, terror warning today. And that also includes all you out there, my dear friends, out there in MAGA country, you Trump supporters, and anybody who dares to question the government. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Department of Homeland Security's latest terrorism threat bulletin that was issued Monday. Be on the lookout for those in red, baby. Those talking about America, those talking about election integrity, because these are the evil ones. We're all now Osama bin Laden. Got to talk about that. Hey, did y'all hear about the big story today that's all over trending on Twitter? I don't know if my man here heard about it. (laughs) Clogged toilet gate. (laughs) Y'all think I'm making this up. Let me tell you, I am not. Okay. Oh, my. New poll numbers are out on Biden. And so they got to come up with some story. And thanks to the left's dear girl, their gal Friday, Maggie Haberman. She's got a story out today as part of her book that has everybody talking about Trump and clogged toilets. Here tonight to talk about all the breaking news, including some breaking news. There actually are or is at least one state run by a governor who actually did lift the mask mandates effective immediately. So we're going to give you guys an update. On uh, the mandates as they stand across the country, as well as breaking news on what's going on with the truckers up on the Freedom Convoy 2022 happening up in Canada. Special guest tonight on the Andrea K. Show, we've got Diamond and Silk going to be back with us. The, the two and only ladies, Diamond and Silk. And then we've also got our favorite uh, California State Representative, Kevin Kiley, who's going to be back. He was leading an effort today to put an end to Gavin Mussolini's emergency authorization And uh, we'll get an update from him on what's happening across the state of California. And I'd love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. I have my veto pen drawn and ready. And I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. And I didn't have enough time to play the appropriate sound effect for Toilet Gate. Yeah. This is so stupid. This is absolutely so stupid. Should, I, I got to hold it for Diamond and Silk. I got to get their reaction. I, I'm, I'm assuming I didn't even prep them for that. I was going to ask them about the clogged toilet gate. Um, but I just can't wait to get their reaction on that and yours, too, when we when we t- talk about that. They're coming up at the bottom half of the hour. California State Representative Kevin Kiley will be here after the first break. Um, you are busy here, my man, um, keeping the AK show moving along and secure. So you might not have heard uh, the Department of Homeland Security's latest terrorism threat bulletin. Did you did you did that come across? Uh, do we have like the breaking news line here at the answer San Diego? I'm laughing, but, you know, this is real serious. This is why when George W. Bush ballsed up the response to Islamic terror, it had far reaching implications with his dopey. Um, we're going to, you know, uh, 
start create the department of home department of homeland security we're going to create the tsa we're going to implement the patriot act which has them had them and has them patting down little old ladies at the airport treating american citizens because we can't we can't we we can't um uh what what's the term when they when they um when the police and law enforcement Profile. We can't profile. We know who it was who took down the Twin Towers and flew a plane into Shanksville and flew a plane in the Pentagon. And it wasn't a little old lady. And it wasn't a little old lady. And it wasn't some Swedes, okay? It wasn't it wasn't anybody looking like they came out of Tahiti or French Polynesia, okay? But we can't be caught profiling, so now we got to put Americas through the ringer. We've got to start at some facility that cost trillions of dollars, which was started by George W. Bush, which was an identity, which was a data mining facility in the outskirts of Nevada. So here we are with a Department of Homeland Security that has been weaponized along with DOJ, along with the FBI and every other aspect of the U.S. government as part of the plan. This is what January 6th Commission is all about. This is what it was about when Obama was was leaving office in the 2015 and 2016 use of the FBI and the DOJ to, you know, um, illegally spy on American citizens, violate Fourth Amendment rights, plant evidence, try to attempt to manufacture crimes. Now that was about and I said then, you know what, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep patting myself on the back because I know you all have a lot of places where you get your news and information and your analysis. And back when I told everybody. You we're all going to be Michael Flynn. If they're able to do this to Michael Flynn, they're going to, uh, 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 what, a three-star? They're going to be able to do this to you. They will use the weaponized United States government to go after you, to manufacture crimes if they have to, to violate your Fourth Amendment rights if they have to, strictly in order to criminalize your political opinion. And now that's what's going on with this Department of Homeland Security bulletin that went out today. It was issued Monday. It's in effect at, at, at least until at least June 7. And the timing is interesting. Why is it because they're starting to, you know, states across the country and around the world, people are like rising up and saying, get rid of these mandates. We're no longer going to be uh, suppressed. We're no longer going to be controlled. Right. Is that why suddenly they had to come out with it with with this dire warning against us? They uh, they blamed this latest bulletin, quote, online on an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and, and mal- malinformation. They got all they got all they got all the various forms of which y'all ain't got any business to be saying what you're saying in here. Uh, uh, forms of mis, dis, and malinformation introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. Quote, these threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction, to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. The DHS went on. In some ways, you think they might be talking about Black Lives Matter, right? Who who literally locked a, a federal building with people inside and lit it on fire. Right. Remember them? They actually did burn down churches and burn down government buildings. Quote. Mass casualty attacks and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in furtherance of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. Has, is there something that's been happening that I'm not aware of? Can, can you point to me? Have I been missing story skins on all these little groups going around? Yeah, not a lot of connecting of the dots. And uh, Andrea, correct me if I'm wrong, but what happened to uh, freedom of speech in this country? Well, this is this is why... 
Shame on Mitch McConnell and whatever's going on in Kentucky. I don't understand why you people still have him representing your state. When he's got the gall to come out and continue to lie and say that what happened on January 6th was a violent insurrection and attack the RNC for censoring Liz Cheney, who's already been censored by her own state. We must cut off the head of the snake. Furthering along in the bulletin, DHS topped its list of key factors contributing to the current heightened threat environment with the message, quote, there is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread, wait for it, election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extremist acts during 2021. Tell me what violent extremist act occurred racking my brain not finding one well i guess i guess january 6th if you want to continue to call that buy into that a violent extremist act okay but what other examples you got because by the way nobody who's been arrested for january 6th has been charged with insurrection and of the 700 that have been arrested the majority of them didn't do anything but walk into a building where the doors were open and they were waved in. And some of them asked to use the restroom and some of them just wandered around and looked and took pictures. And they were basically escorted around by the Capitol Police. This is about. Uh, well, let me finish reading here. The months preceding the upcoming 2022 midterm elections could provide additional opportunities for these extremists and other individuals to call for violence directed at democratic institutions, political candidates, party offices, election events, and election workers. The document warned that COVID-19 mitigation measures, particularly COVID-19 vaccine and mask mandates, have been used by domestic violence extremists to justify violence since 2020 and could continue to inspire these extremists to target government, healthcare, and academic institutions that they associate with these measures. Again, no specific examples of this. What this is is trying to to silence you. This is where we're we are officially at USSR levels of government trying to control what we're allowed to say. That includes rallies. Or the the um, we still don't have the truth as behind whatever extremist and whatever violence took place there. Who this Ray Epps person was, what the Capitol Police and the FBI's role was in that. We know the FBI is the one who did that trumped up phony kidnapping plot of what's her face, not Christy Nome, whatever whatever her face was. And even if people aren't talking about this stuff, Andrea, this is so that they get people to be quiet. Well, what this is, yes, because this is basically saying that you're not allowed to hold any or express any opinion that's contrary to the to the United States government. And if you do, you're going to be punished for it. Tell me how we are not already at a state of communism in this country. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. And this is why I'm angry at Joe Rogan. I'm angry at anybody that capitulates. We're here now by declaring us domestic violence extremist, then they can criminalize anything that we anything that we say. This is this is why the Biden administration hired contract workers to go in to to create phony accounts, to go into social media, private groups to try to infiltrate. I said this at the time with this whole January 6th thing, I was angry at the conservatives that overreacted and jumped in with the Democrats to pile on on what happened January 6th. They fed this. They fed it because the 99% of conservatives and Republicans take the bait. 
They take the bait. They feed it. They don't ask the second, third, or, or see the second, third, and fourth level implications of how they're 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 feeding the monster. Oh, oh, see somebody's feet up on the desk in Nancy Pelosi's office. First time I've ever screamed live on TV. The national host on that. Now we're all domestic terrorists. Uh, somebody played a clip earlier of George W. Bush, idiot in chief, who did more to harm this nation than uh, Al Gore would have if he had been president, literally said that anybody there on January 6th was as bad as Osama bin Laden. So we are all, just like I said before, we we're all going to be Michael Flynn. We're all Osama bin Laden. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We've got Kevin Kiley is going to be joining us. I'm hoping that he's seen this Department of Homeland Bulletin because, you know, he was leading a charge today up at the state capitol that might put him in some hot water. He's He was kind of acting like a threat actor, according to this DHS bulletin. It's a wonder he's, you know, he's even calling in tonight. Maybe he's going to call in using a fake voice. We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. Before the break, we were talking about uh, Department of Homeland Security. Homeland Services. New... Um, Bulletin they put out, you know, like an all points bulletin, right? Do, 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 do. We got to warn everybody about about these threat actors, these extremists out there putting out this misinformation about COVID, questioning state institutions. We got to stop these crazy extremists out there. And, uh, you know, joining me now is I got to consider him a fellow threat actor because I think he was at a state institution today trying to put an end uh, to some insanity going on with the with COVID. And, of course, it's California, our favorite, a California state legislator, Kevin Kiley, and he joins me now. Hi, Kevin Kiley. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Henry. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be with you. Well, glad to have you. I'm glad you're not in hiding. I'm, I, I'm not sure if you heard this bulletin. Um, you matched the description, by the way of the threat actors i've read your twitter feed and i don't think they'd particularly like what you had on your mask today as you went (laughs) tell everybody (laughs) what what you were doing at the capitol today in your mask well sure so today we had a uh you know i brought up uh for a vote i forced a vote on uh on my resolution to terminate the emergency it's absolutely insane it's absurd beyond belief that we're about to host the Super Bowl during a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I brought up this resolution uh, to exercise the legislature's power to end the emergency immediately. And as a little prop, I had on a mask because uh, we're required to wear the mask still on the floor of the assembly. Uh, I had on a mask that had a little photograph of it of uh, the governor uh, and Magic Johnson at the football game <laughs> last week uh, without masks. So uh, I just thought it uh, was a nice touch to to underscore the absurdity of it all. Yeah. Uh, but the Democrats in the legislature refused to end the emergency. They voted to continue the emergency, uh, even 
uh, during the Super Bowl. So how long is this emergency going to continue then? Because, look, there's there's pressure on governors all across the country. There was breaking news on the media yesterday. Uh, governors, you know, releasing mandates. And I'm like, not so fast, because as of before today, there had not been one governor that had ended mask mandates immediately, effective immediately. They all, including Mussolini, said some some arbitrary date down the road will release the mask and or will only release it for certain segments of the population. And it's because they don't want to give up. They know we're in an endemic phase. They know that the crisis is over, but they don't want to give up their power. There is good news today. I don't know if you heard the Nevada governor ended the mask mandates effective immediately. He's the only one to do so. I was hoping that that was going to, you know, put, I am hoping that that will put some pressure on some other governors. But I think that now that Mussolini managed to survive the recall, you know, it's it's just here. And I don't know what we can project on ever getting our freedoms back here in the state. Well, sure. And, uh, you know, left his own devices. Absolutely. Gavin Newsom will make sure California is the very last state uh, to uh, mm-hmm. lift uh, any and all restrictions and mandates. He will cling uh, to this command and control uh, state of affairs. He will cling to emergency powers uh, as long as humanly and politically possible. Uh, And, you know, what he said today against me and James Gallagher, he put out a statement saying that apparently uh, me and James Gallagher uh, believe it would have been better to let Californians die. That's Uh, actually what he said. The governor of California, uh, just just complete demagoguery and nonsense and fear mongering. And uh, frankly, it's just uh, all too typical of the way he's handled this all. Well, and, and it's also representative of the Biden administration as well, when they've got the Department Department of Homeland Services now weaponized against uh, Americans who share your beliefs, who share my beliefs, the millions and millions of us who believe that we should have the right to decide whether or not to put a mask on ourselves, our children, whether or not we should be injected. The reality is, is that those imposing these mandates on us know that they're, they're unnecessary. That's why, whether it's at uh, French Laundry or in a box with Magic Johnson, and, and then to... They're, they're not wearing masks, right? And then to insult us, like, like who was the, was it Garcetti, Bozo Garcetti with, I just held my breath. Come on. Right. Um, you tweeted out something that um, that had to do with L.A. Sheriff. I think I reported on that before. Is that Villaraigosa who had said he wasn't going to fire uh, his sheriff's deputies by them not getting the shot? There's some there's something going on with that. Tell everybody what's happening with the L.A. Sheriff who declined to fire his deputies. Sure. So this is Villanueva. He's actually a Democrat, uh, but he said no. Uh, these 4,000 deputies uh, who, uh, you know, based on their personal uh, medical decisions are, uh, you know, uh, under the ordinances of the county, they are going to be fired. Um, he said, no, actually, uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so now what the county board of supervisors is doing is they're trying to just strip him of his authority over personnel so that they can fire them themselves. There's them themselves. Uh, so I've introduced a bill to stop that from happening, to say that no uh, sheriffs and other independently elected uh, officers uh, should retain control over their own hiring and firing. Well, that sounds an awful lot like this DHS bulletin here, a warning against those that would um, target government, healthcare, and, and institutions, um, you know, because they're basically targeting his institution and taking his authority away from him. This sounds like an insurrection to me. I mean, he's in charge of a personnel and has the right to make these decisions. Um, this is just such a power grab on the people. And the reason why I think he had said that was that if he had gotten rid of these, the public safety 
issues resulting from that. He couldn't he couldn't afford the the public couldn't afford to lose this many sheriff's deputies on the street. Meanwhile, we've got uh, again, if if they really cared about public health and public safety, they'd be doing something about this homeless homeless crisis that we've got across the state. Kevin Kiley, I'm not sure if you heard the news today that Venice residents are threatening to sue the city because of the homeless encampments there up in the Bay Area. They're trying to get landlords and and homeowners to to solve the problem by bringing them in to their homes. That's the level of insanity we're at in California. Well, exactly. And, you know, our problems only continue to multiply. And the scary thing, Andrea, is that the Biden administration is trying to take many of these things national, which is why, you know, I'm running for Congress this year to try to stop that from happening. We can't allow uh, California's uh, failures to metastasize and to ruin our Mm -hmm. country the same way they've ruined our state. Well, right. And that includes here. I'm going to violate the DHS, uh, the DHS uh, bulletin here and talk about election integrity. Um, California, I don't know if we're ever going to have another Republican governor. I believe shenanigans played a part in the recall election. It certainly did in the 2018 midterms. We know that there's a variety of different ways in the 2020 election uh, from Pennsylvania state legislator rewriting election laws. A Wisconsin judge just found that Wisconsin elected officials violated their own state's constitution. Um, we know that ballot harvesting and um, and these mail-in ballots are rife for fraud. Um, so I'm concerned about going into these 2022 elections as to whether or not, you know, we're we're going, you know, how how can we trust? Right. Nothing matters if ele- if if elections don't matter, if we don't have election integrity. Can you speak on that? Well, yes. And I know that is an issue that many people are very, very concerned about. I've seen it here in California. They just, you know, stack the deck in every way they can with ballot harvesting. Even the recall, they moved the date of the election. They've been all mail in ballots. And so. Uh, you know, it is absolutely an area where we need serious reforms. And the fact that they just tried to, you know, nationalize election mm-hmm. law, but it's got one and bring many of California's shady practices to the national level is uh, as absolutely outrageous. And I'm sure glad that at least hasn't been passed. Well, Manch, although Manchin is trying to g- grab some Republicans like Susan Collins to try to work with him on a watered down bill, in particular, that has to do with the way the electoral votes are counted. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to have you back so that we can talk about your con- congressional run, because I'd like to get into some details as to what your plans are uh, the, the second you get elected and what you plan to do, even as, as a freshman congressman. So hopefully you'll be willing to come back real soon. Yeah, that'd be great. And it's always great to be with you, Andrea. So thanks for having me on. Thank you. Take good care. You bet. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we've got the two and only. The ladies themselves, DNS, Diamond and Silk, coming right up. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Joining me now, I think, are Trump's still two most favorite supporters ever on his campaign trail. They are the host of Chit Chat Live on Frank's Speech every night at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. They're also on Newsmax on Sundays, the host of Crystal Clear. Of course, they've still got millions of followers on Facebook, even though Facebook tried to take them down because Facebook considered them threat actors before Department of Homeland Security came out today with their bulletin calling anybody who questions the election integrity of 2020 or, or COVID lies coming out of the CDC as domestic terror. So Diamond and Silk Silk are clearly in that category as well. And it's always an honor to have them on the show. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you for having thank us. For I having don't us. make no mistake and deem me as a terrorist because I questioned something in this country when I was born on this soil. I didn't That's come right. over here on no ship, no boat, and I didn't cross the border. I'm an American. I can question whatever I want to. Go That's ahead and right. proceed. Well, they're, well, the way they're going to proceed, if I read this right, is they're worried about 2022 midterms and they're worried about anybody with a powerful voice and platform like you ladies who is, quote, um, uh, spreading unsubstantiated um, uh, misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19 grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extremist attacks during 2021. No, what they're worried about is that we're going to have some influence, those of us who questioned Fauci and the CDC and those of us who continue to speak the truth about what happened and how the election was stolen from Donald Trump. They got to stop us, right? They got to stop us from influencing those that are involved in elections and they've got to stop it, right? And they've got to stop us from speaking the truth. Okay, but but check this out. They may try to stop us, right? But you got the little people waking up. It's a great awakening happening mm-hmm. right up under their noses. And mm-hmm. they're starting to question everything about the election, about the pandemic, what's going on in our country now. So he's trying to go after the big fish. All of these little fishes, you, you, you can't arrest them all. You can't deem everybody as a terrorist. And I think it's unfortunate. We are a constitutional republic. We're not no dictatorship over here. We're not in communism and socialism over here. So how is it that you can have a department deem Americans mm-hmm. that ain't right. law-abiding citizens, okay, as terrorists because they question something that they saw in 2020? Look at what's happening in Arizona. They're trying to decertify that. Look at what happened. What's happening in Wisconsin? They're trying to decertify that. Look at what's happening in Pennsylvania. Look at the ballot harvesting that was going on in Georgia. And you want to tell me that there was no election? irregularity election fraud something is up here well, absolutely. Something is up and we know it and we can see it. Right. And everybody can see it. And everybody mm-hmm. can also see that the masks don't work. Everybody can also see that the shots don't stop you from getting it and giving it. That, right. So everybody can also see that hospitals are not overrun. Right. That, that 14 days to flatten the curve. We, all we've done is flatten the economy and flatten the United States of America. It's time for Fauci to be fired. It's time for us to get back to our lives. Right. They want to right. make sure right. that we don't we don't do any nationwide version of the truck convoy in any way, shape or form. They want to now criminalize criminalize rallies if it involves speech that they don't like. And what we've got to do is be courageous enough, like you ladies have been courageous, and continue to speak our truth, just like you do all day, every day. So I got to shift gears on topics because I got to ask y'all, one of the things I I think has been one of the most shocking, racist things I've ever come out of the Democrats, and they've done a whole lot of things that were racist, but in the middle of Black History Month, to declare you're going to spend $30 million on sending crack pipes to black Americans shocked me to my core when I just when I thought they couldn't go any lower to my core, too. It shocked both of us to our core. I yeah. mean, listen, we are African. We're black Americans, okay, because I ain't never been African. We're black Americans, and we right. understood back in the 80s and the 90s the crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. And so now you want to hand out uh, pipes to uh, what, what for that kind of thing to come back? Now, I want to have some transparency here. Uh, Jim Psaki said yesterday that there was that it was they were not going to pay for crack pipes. She did say that. I don't know how true it is. I don't know if she's saying that because everybody is outraged. Mm-hmm. You're right. We're in the middle of Black History Month, and this is what they want to give us, some crack pipes and a Juneteenth holiday. You know but, what I'm but, saying? But, you want to give illegal aliens $450,000, okay? Right. And Asian Americans so many millions of dollars. But with the black community, this is what y'all go get. The, the, the crack <laughs> 
epidemic because <laughs> we're going right. to give you this here supply kit that consists of supplies. Now, what you going to have in it? Because people that smoke crack and meth, they do it out of a pipe. So what you, what you going to work out with you? you not, what, is it going to be a ceramic pipe? Yeah. A glass pipe? Right. I and mean, what supplies are they going to get high off of? And But now, even though they say that the crack pipe is not going to be in there, what about the syringe? People right. Still do dope with syringes. So I mean, hey, it's one and the same. And what they what they're doing is lying to the American to people. It, they they trying to make it about equity. Right. Anytime you hear equity or underserved communities, all of that stuff is going to end up in the black community. Why do you want to destroy us? They want you to abort your baby. They have a liquor store on every corner in the hood for you to take and drink yourself to death. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden now we're gonna push these baggies, these supply yep. pits. <laughs> well, yeah. Drugs. Well, look, it, it, it's been clear to me for decades uh, and, and should be clear to every other American because I'm not even that old. Right. But th- th- how the left w- has specific specifically targeted the African-American community yep. to keep them down, to destroy the family through uh, by uh, telling uh, destroying the family unit in a variety of different ways with entitlement programs and keeping them dependent, uh, putting abortion clinics in the in the, the black communities. You're right about the liquor stores. That's one of the reasons why they wanted to legalize marijuana they you mm-hmm. know they want to keep because that's their that's their number one constituency and they and that's they want right. to keep them dependent right they don't mm-hmm. want somebody like trump to show them the way to out of poverty is through Come is on. through is through fostering and, and and funding historical black colleges and universities and opportunity yeah. zones and creating jobs within the black communities and helping them buy a home and helping them start a business and then also yeah. ha- creating other jobs and other manufacturing that they then can get a job and then get promoted right trump has shown right. the way and they don't want anybody to connect those dots. No, but just imagine if President Trump was offering that. Let me tell you mm. something. President Trump wants to give the black community $500 billion, not crack pipes. Well, yeah. You see know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you take an American tax dollars, $30 million, what, you to buy some chapstick? Yeah. <laughs> it won't chop their lips. Like, 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 like you, you waste the money here. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's going to be in this supply kit? Weed yeah. papers? Syringes? Yeah. Listen, remember what they did in California? They took away plastic straws and gave them plastic syringes. You got more people now on drugs yep. than, than probably any other state uh, mm-hmm. here in America. And, and, and here's what an- they did. Here's another question. Where is the so-called black leaders? Where's the yes. Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jacksons and the Sheila Jacksons and the Maxine Waters and the NWACP and the, and the uh, uh, Congressional Black Caucus? Where are these people at with this here insult that's been bestowed upon the black community? Well, right. They're silent. They're nowhere. They're still con- yeah. continuing to call Trump racist. They called yeah. Trump racist when he went to the black community and said, what have you got to lose? Come right. On, come on. That's but, right. And, th- and that's why I say that we are representations of ourselves. We don't need anyone representing the black community. You have Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. They've exploited the pains of people in the black community and made money off of it. They profited off of it. The best representation of the black community is black people representing their own self. Mm-hmm. You have your own mind. You can think for yourself. For yourself. You have your own mouth. You can speak for yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking to the wonderful ladies, Diamond and Silk, in case. I didn't recognize their voices. Okay, so I don't know if y'all heard if you because you're so busy. You got so many different shows and things that you're working on. I don't know if you heard the latest uproar. I mean, Joe Biden's poll numbers come out today that 60 percent of Americans disapprove of him. 
so what what can they do? Inflation is getting even worse by the day. People can't afford whatever part of the community you're you're from, whether you're a senior on a fixed income, minority, low income. You're hurting right now with this economy right now. So what do they got to do? They got to come out with the Trump clogged toilet gate story. Did y'all hear this oh. today? What's the, no, I haven't heard no, this story no. about the Trump clock. <laughs> okay. Is that the way he had some some paperwork at his uh, at, at Mar-a-Lago? Well, and, and at the White House. So Maggie Haberman from the New York Times has written this book about Trump. And the mm-hmm. explosive story that came out today, ladies, was that there was a couple of times to where the White House engineers had to come and declog a toilet. And what they found was was uh paperwork and documents that they know that Trump was trying to uh trying to destroy because it would have been incriminating on him. Now Tom oh, Fitton from is- Judicial Watch has said a president has every right by the way Mar- whether we're talking Mar-a-Lago whether or not we're talking about him throwing yeah. away some paper down a toilet or anywhere else. A president when in office has the right to decide what what presidential papers get kept for the record or not. But the fact that this is how low they've gone ladies. They're spending all day today talking about Trump and clogged toilets. Well, that's what they do when they know that they're losing. Understand Mm -hmm. that there's 88 congressional seats, red seats, across this country. There is going to be a red wave if they don't try to cheat again. And that's what's wrong with them. They already know that they're losing. So they're trying to fix it up, go ahead and create the narrative right now, because they know it's going to be a disaster for them. That's right. Well, they do. But and and what what I'm really concerned about is is Joe Manchin, who, you know, everybody's a lot of Republicans are patting him on the back because they're telling because he said he wasn't going to get rid of the filibuster. And and he was and that Build Back Better was dead. But Joe Manchin has said and I told I said Republicans shouldn't be trusting this man and patting him on the back because he has said Mm -hmm. that his number one thing is getting H.R. one done, centralizing elections through Congress, and that he's trying to pinch off some Republicans like Susan Collins to work with him on getting some of that through and if he does i'm real concerned because i'm i'm gonna shout it loud and proud and i don't care if you're listening dhs that election was stolen from donald trump and they plan on making permanent every method of fraud that existed then and if they do i don't think we can count on 2022 Wow, so if they're going to now go ahead and federalize our elections, that's not going to be good. And see, and you're right, they're trying, if they do that, it will justify what they did in 2020. So, oh, that's, that's very disturbing to me. Well, yeah. I thought that was done and over with, but I see it's not. Well, mm-hmm. and that's why we got to be putting pressure on, and if y'all get Trump's ear, you got to put a bug out or maybe talk about it on your chit chat show. We got to be careful this mansion, and we, and we can never trust Susan Collins. We got too many rhinos like Liz Cheney, right, sitting on that January 6th committee trying to go after, you know, good Americans that did nothing, mm-hmm. trying to still declare Trump as some kind of insurrectionist mm-hmm. when, when you know, he has done absolutely nothing wrong. That's meant to stop him from being able to run again. And that's also a part of uh, she's a part of this DHS thing to try to declare anybody who questions the election or COVID as, um, you know, um, as a domestic terrorist. Anything y'all want to say on these mask mandates or this trucker convoy before I let y'all go? I heard Trudeau is over there. I think that he is going to try to criminalize Americans that helped with the truckers' convoy. We need a truckers' convoy here. Shout out to all of you all. And as far as these mask mandates, it's time to take off the mask. Let's see your faces. And if the left, you want to walk around in masks because you're walking around in shame, you do it. But the rest of us, we're ready to come off of it, come out of those masks, and we're ready to live our life in the normal way. Absolutely.
absolutely. Okay. You know, it's it's time for every American to be free. At the same time, they're trying to act like this person's a racist, Joe Rogan's a racist, and, and uh, evil Republicans. They're the one trying to control every aspect of our lives, yep. like we're their slaves. That's right. Even down to our, 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 our freedom of speech. We are mm-hmm. a constitutional republic. We're not a... Dip- Listen, we, are, we ain't no democracy, and this ain't no dictatorship. We are a republic, and you can't deny people. You can't deem them as a terrorist uh, and deny them their freedom of speech. That you can't do. Well, I'm hoping, hoping at some point one or both of y'all run for office. Could we, could we have the first tag team? Who wins? Who, who who wins a seat in Congress? <laughs> Diamond and silk for Congress, baby. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. You're such a joy. It's always an honor to have you, and I just appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you. All right. Now the rest of y'all stay tuned because we've got more coming up on the other side of the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram. Show spelled K A Y E and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. This is Dave from Oceanside. I want I want to hear something about this runaway inflation, this hyperinflation that's going on. Thanks. Hey, this is Trisha from Del Mar, and I want to know if Andrea Kay is going to watch the Super Bowl, and if so, who's she going to root for, and what does she think about Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige being <laughs> in the halftime show? I know she likes the smooth groove. Bye-bye. Okay, well, that was a couple of calls and messages that we got in the AK uh Hotline, the comment line. Um, I think the first one was a guy who was saying he wanted to hear about the hyperinflation. Dude, we talk inflation. We've been talking the economy every Wednesday. So uh, I'm glad you called in with that. Elhoff's on it. Don't worry. Elhoff is on it. Tune in every Wednesday. That's typically when we hit on all the economic issues and we try to get into some some in-depth information on that as well as what you need to know and what you can do with your own money and i think the second caller was asking if i'm going to watch the super bowl look i had to uh, i i recorded a newsmax show today and they said what was the one thing that you've given up or have you given up anything for your politics and i said i'm a recovering nfl addict i went cold turkey man it was tough because i was an absolute addict it was shaky at times going cold turkey was rough but I managed to succeed, and if I can do it, you can do it. But I will be rooting for my man Joe Burrow out of LSU, who's now the quarterback for the Bengals. Hey, at least you have your puppies and your food video. That's on right. And, uh, in regards to the halftime show, y'all know I love me some '90s gangster rap with Snoop and Dr. Dre. Ain't nothing but a G thing is my particular favorite. But given the climate of this country, I think it's a disgusting choice. With right now, with cops being gunned down all over the place, and although I do love me, I did do love Mary J. Blige. She's going to be a part of the halftime performance show. In fact, I saw her when in concert when her first record came out. All right. So going to the live phone line, we have Sean on the line. He has a comment he wants to make, I think, about Diamond and Silk. Hello, my dear. Yes. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say I was listening to your interview with the the two wonderful women. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them, I don't know if it was Diamond or Silk, because I don't know who's who, but one uh, one of them said that um, she's not an African-American, she's a black American. Mm-hmm. And I think that was profound because uh, for many years, we have fallen into this uh, political correctness of, you know, who's what, where, what. And, you, and uh, yeah, it's true. You know, you, black American, white American, we are Americans. 
Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that was really, uh, I, you know, if I could talk to her and say, hey, that was great to hear that. I think that was wonderful. Well, I think all. it was. Thank you and, so much for calling in. Oh, anything yeah. else you want to share quickly? Well, I'm with the Bengals, too. I, I Burroughs, man, I'm with you. Oh, go Joe. G-E-A-U-X. <laughs> go Joe. Went from LSU Joe, Tigers right to on. the Bengal Tigers. Yeah, Man's a tiger. Yeah, man. mm. yeah, go kitties. Yeah. <laughs> <The> big, bad <laughs> kitties. <laughs> Thank Th- you. Thank Bye-bye. you, honey. Have a good one. He's so right about uh, the hyphenated thing. This has been something, I think I was in college when I started refusing to check boxes on applications when I was applying for jobs and for this and that. I just would refuse to check it. A couple times I was a little smarty and I checked a, bu- <laughs> a box. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say you checked them all. No, I che- I would check occasionally boxes that were like completely ridiculous <laughs> and just because I was annoyed by it. You know, I, I can remember um, now we've got this like Ancestry.com kind of stuff. I can remember as a kid trying to figure out, you know, I, you know, we knew that there was, you know, certain aspects to my family heritage. But people would ask and I'd say, we're mutts, right? I'm an American. Why, why do we need to have this hyphenation? That's when identity politics, that was the beginning of it. Yeah. You right? know, I, I know pretty much where my background comes from. That's good enough for me. Well, what do you care? What do you I, I have no idea past a certain point. OK, I know that, you know, there's some uh, some Irish on one side. We got some American Indian on on the other side, but it's such a blend. I mean, it's like, it's literally like, and, and it actually makes me glad in a sense when you see these Ancestry.com commercials to where they'll show somebody and then they'll show that this person is 5% this, 6% that, 11% that. You don't see them anymore, right? And because if you pay attention to it, then it really blows up the whole identity politics game, right? Um, it's all a construct to divide us in order to gain power, to divide us into groups, then tell each group that they're a victim. They're a victim of America, a victim of the Republicans. Uh, and yeah, so hat tip to them. And and the truth of the matter is, it, just because their skin is a certain color doesn't necessarily mean that their ancestors actually came from Africa. Like Kamala Harris. I think her mother is from India and her dad was Jamaican. She's referred to as, as African-American. That's nonsense. It's stupid. So these boxes are used conveniently. And um, and it's just it's just stupid. Um, Friday, we have here of the week and stink the week. I've got two contenders already. Hat tip to Adele. I'm not a huge. I, I think Adele is an amazing talent when it comes to her songs. They can they're they're a little whiny for me. They're you know, they're not my jam. I'm a big fan. They're not my jam. I liked Rolling in the Deep, and that's about the only song of hers that I liked. Well, she was accepting an award Tuesday, the Gender Neutral Brit Award Show. And the they've done away with four awards, male solo artist, female solo artist, international male solo artist, international female solo artist in favor of two gender neutral categories, artist of the year and international artist of the year. She won artist of the year. So she and she said, I understand why the name of this award has changed, but I love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. I'm really proud of us. I really, really am. Oh, it set off a firestorm. How dare she be proud of being a woman? Excuse me? Whatever happened to Ms. Magazine, Helen Gurley Brown, Cosmopolitan Magazine? What happened when I was a little kid? There was this commercial. I can bring them the bacon fried up in a pan. I mean, now you're not allowed to be a woman. You're not allowed to be proud to be a woman. 
You can be proud about anything else, but you're not allowed to be proud to be a woman. She got She went on to be called transpho- uh, transphobe, uh, quote, that she used her platform to call, quote, for the destruction of the trans community. Was there anything in her statement that was calling for the destruction Nothing. of the trans community, especially confused teenagers? If you're a teenager and you're confused as to whether or not you're a man or a girl or a boy and you can't tell by looking at yourself, go to a doctor, okay? Because you may have a problem. But, you know, let's be straight about it. Another called her a turf. <laughs> Do you know what a turf? <laughs> I mean, the way that people, that the left are just magicians at coming up with names that don't mean anything or not based in any science, common sense, fact or reasoning, but just suit their wokeism. And that's what's so genius about wokeism, right? Is that it just fluctuates depending on their emotions of the day. A turf is a trans exclusion, <laughs> a trans exclusionary radical feminist. When they, and when you look at Adele, that's what you see, right? That beautiful face of hers. She dresses. See a pretty talented woman. Right. And what, and what they're trying to strip away is the Adele's. If you look at her, is she not the epitome of what we think of as, as a feminine woman? Amen. With her curves, that cleavage, that long hair. They don't want that to be the image of women anymore in this country. Adele, I love you more than I ever did before. You keep you keep standing up for us women. And you and the rest of you keep coming on back. Tomorrow night we'll be here at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.